0: Welcome to another episode of the Grassroots Roundtable Podcast.
1: Way to get him excited.
0: I'm your host, Adam the B game. I'm kidding. Adam the A Game Bailey, elder of Grassroots Church, joined by Darren Cherry. No nicknames for him, but he is the other elder of Grassroots Church. In fact, the lead elder of Grassroots Church. I wanted to start low so I can build it up. Oh, I see
1: what you're doing though. But now. you 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 stopped me. But it's okay. Hey man, I'm all energy. All energy. How many cups of coffee have you had this morning? One. Although the travel mug, how much? That's probably the equivalent of two cups in there. Yeah, probably. So two cups. This is my
0: third. How are you your coming third. on your cutting back? Is it? Are you in the process of cutting back or on
1: coffee? Yeah, I have no interest in cutting back. Okay, I thought
0: you said the other day in a meeting, you're like, yeah, I need to slow it down a little bit. Oh, I need
1: to, but I'm just not going to. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm not going to. But yeah, I coffee. I'm. I drink three things, right now, coffee, water, and Mountain Dew Zero. That's all I drink. Similar to me, I drink a lot of
0: coffee. Usually two cups of coffee in the morning, and then maybe one in the afternoon. But in the afternoon, I prefer some tea. I'm really into green tea these days. A nice cup of tea. But usually, coffee, water, Sprite Zero. The most refreshing of. It's good. soda. It's not the best. Same thing with Sprite. It's not the best soda. It but it's by and far the most
1: refreshing soda. Can you, from now on, when you say you drink tea, say a spot of tea? I'll drink a little spot of tea. Just a spot of tea. Only in the and you're gonna start oh, start afternoon. You're going to start sounding like what? Who is my it? Oh,
0: you baited me. <laughs> <laughs> what is that guy's name? I, Russell Brent.
1: Russell Brent. <laughs> if my dad's... <laughs> uh, now we got... Yeah. Uh, but but I, I probably... I'm going to be honest. I probably take down five to seven cups of coffee a day. And it's just because, like... It never sounds like a bad idea. Like early in the morning, afternoon, dinner, <laughs> Spoken late at like night. A There's always a good reason to do yeah, that. Yeah, it never <laughs> sounds like a bad idea. So, plus, it. Uh, you know, I'm doing the keto thing right now, and it is super keto friendly and it's so good. And so, yeah, that's, that's Eddie. I, I just feel smarter <laughs> and more
0: motivated when I have coffee. Remember what I said a few years ago, I was telling everybody on a Sunday morning, I'm like, if you just, you don't have to drink it. Just have a coffee cup just in front of, cup you. of you. You already look
1: smarter. Just hold on to it.
0: One of the things, one of the many things I've said that have caught on and become a part
1: of our culture here, but now every now and then someone will be like, hey, you look smart. Hey, but you know what? I think I'm dead serious. I I think we could do a social experiment on a Sunday morning here and it would, it would prove what you're saying, that we could stand somebody off by themselves just standing there and see how many people would come up and talk to him and then stand somebody off by themselves holding a cup of coffee. I think it just makes you look more approachable. It'd be a good test for a welcome team. (laughs) It would be. (laughs) But it's going to be a great
0: episode, Darren. You remember last week, we changed the world. I don't know how much feedback you've gotten on it. Probably none because I'm sure it's not released at this point. It hasn't been
1: posted yet, so zero feedback. But
0: spare me. People keep asking, nay, commenting, on how awesome last week was, because last week we gave five bits of advice each, totally unasked for, totally unsolicited. We just gave everybody five pieces of good advice each. and It was boy, a good podcast. It was a great podcast. Yeah. I think I learned something, you learned something, and again, people, they're like, my life's changed, man. I'm like, you're welcome. Uh, we want to take it one step in a, <laughs> in a different direction today, since we you know changed the world so much of giving great Advice Today, we are going to give five pieces of bad advice.
1: Bad advice. So what is that uh, warning, like precaution, red light? Hey, y'all, we're not saying these are things you should live by or listen to. These are the things don't live by, don't listen to. These have been bad advice. Bad advice. And
0: I mean, I've been thinking about the best way to do this. I don't know if we should both give the bad advice as we would give good advice or if we should like give the bad advice and then give an alternative like i'm like i don't even now we're, we're on the podcast right now
1: and i'm like i don't know the best way to handle this well but, mark asked this morning in elders training are we going to give the good advice to go so I said, shut up mark we can yeah you're just a candidate elder candidate you don't have. We do only one over here. You don't have input do through the, the, the round yet. table. Are you at the round <laughs> table, Mark? No, be quiet. He man. doesn't have input yet. But, uh, but I think I think most of what we're gonna say, if if yours is anything like mine, it's gonna the opposite will show itself. But we can give a yeah. I think quick what I'll do caveat to it, like, like we did last week. Again,
0: please refer to that podcast if you want some good advice. <laughs> it's, it's at least us trying to give good advice. Um, but maybe one of our five pieces of bad advice is not applicable to you. Maybe you're just not interested in that. So I think up front we should both read off our five points of bad advice. That way if anybody's listening right now, you who's listening, you can kind of skip ahead a little bit or you know, do something. Just don't turn us off. That's good advice, right? Don't, don't turn us off. That's the best advice you can bad advice? It's good advice. Put on another podcast. <laughs> That's bad advice. Yeah, listen to any of our podcasts. Great feedback, but anyway, so I'll read my five. You can tell your five. Again, are we this doing is...
1: it all at once? Yeah, or... up front. Oh, okay. It's kind of like table okay. of contents. Well, I'll be honest. Mine are going to be tough because some of mine carry a story, and so I I will. I'll do my best, and then and then you the, know that's all we can do. The context do your will best. Give. Yes, the context will be later on. So and I've got to go be ahead. careful
0: how I read these too, because I was reading them <laughs> off to the Jesse this morning one. She's like, wait, that's good advice. I'm like, you're right.
1: What am I thinking? Plus, anyway. you, have to, you have to bleep out all the cuss words. <laughs> <laughs> Motivation words. Is our computer clicking over there? Man, our computer just... Is the screen spazzing out? I think it's the screen, not the program. So we'll keep going. Oh, well. Hey,
0: I've got one day left on furlough. So I've got plenty of time this afternoon. All right, give your five. All right, my five. Let me find it right here. Uh, point number one. Actually, wait, that's not point number one. Let me back up here a little bit. That was point number five I was about to read. Let's let's start with number one. Okay. <clears throat> number one, bad advice. You deserve it. It's generally bad advice. Uh, another point of bad advice. Go ahead and do it. You're not hurting anyone. Uh, ooh, here's some... Here's some really bad advice. Darren, you ready for this one? I'm ready. Anything based on karma is bad advice. Anything that involves karma is bad advice. Mm. Number four. See, and this is, I don't really know how to phrase this, but... Well, that's what it said. Uh, Basically, taking things out of context. But bad you, advice... You'll explain. Well, that's what it said. Yeah, let's explain. Just
1: the, we're just we're gaining
0: the interest. And number five... You've got everything you need inside of you. So I know I was kind of slow in reading those things, but again, I was re familiarizing myself with something I put down like last night. Uh, But yeah, those are my five points of really bad
1: advice. Okay. So mine, like I said, some of mine are going to be a little bit tougher, but one hint of bad advice was you'll make more money. So I'll have to give the context of that later on, but you'll make more money. Um, one hint of bad advice that I've gotten multiple times, literally, is why not? That's people's advice. Why not? YOLO, and and that goes along with yeah. Uh, the other one would be the YOLO. Hey, you only live once, uh, and then my fourth one would be, you know, as long as long as you're happy. That's yeah, bad advice. You as know, as when he- you th- oh, as long the as you're str- happy, and then the stress is on your. Right. Yeah. As, as long, long as, as you're happy. we are happy. Um, so, that's, so that's number four. And then I had remembered number five, and now I can't remember it, so maybe it'll come to me later. it
0: is <laughs> such a bad job of putting this up front. You didn't write yours down, and I totally forgot all mine. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I have
1: mine written down. I just had it, and it'll come to me as we go.
0: All right, well, you want me to go ahead and jump into my number one? Go for it. I think it is bad advice whenever someone says this to someone else. You deserve it. You deserve it. You want, you want a third piece of cake? Go ahead. You deserve it. And I think why that's typically bad advice is because most of the time, <laughs> the individual has not deserved that. Matter of fact, if we actually get what we deserve, mm. we'd be in a pretty bad predicament. Because well, you and I both yeah. have, you know, we, we um, would endorse total depravity. Yes. Meaning that human nature in and of itself is not good. Matter of fact, it's very, very bad, very, very evil. And total depravity means that we are, by our bad nature, eternally separated from God. We are incapable of doing good. But
1: incapable. the only way we
0: can do good is that the righteousness of Christ can be imputed to us, meaning that any good we have, any righteousness we
1: have, is Christians. Yeah, yeah, it's not us. It's not us. 100% Christ. And, well, the and that's what, when you say, you know, you deserve it, we will we will justify anything to say we deserve it like we'll figure we'll figure out some way to to prove that we deserve it you know i've i'm trying to be careful with this cuz i want to be very sensitive i know
0: like i'm i'm also
1: struggling here too i don't want to i want to be legitimately sensitive yeah so i have talked to okay i can do it this way i have talked to husbands who have wrecked their um trust with their wife. Like their wife does not trust them whatsoever. And then that husband is open and honest with them for a week and then doesn't understand why the wife doesn't still trust them. And it's this idea, like I deserve the trust because look what I've done for the last week. It's like, listen, dude, you spent the last five years wrecking the trust. It's going to take you the next 10 years to build back up, but no, I deserve it. Look what I've done for the last. We'll figure out what it takes for us to convince ourselves we deserve it. So yeah, that's bad advice. I know. And, and people
0: are so quick to tell others and just trying to make them feel good about themselves. And that's going to be like a key point in giving bad advice is that it is very, um, you know, selfish in, in a lot of different ways. But usually when someone tells someone, it's like, go ahead and do it. I mean, you deserve it. Yeah. Go ask your boss for a raise. I mean, you deserve it. You've been working hard. You deserve it. Um, but yeah, it, I, I think red flags should appear all over the place whenever someone, you're asking them for advice if they say, go ahead and do it. I mean, you deserve it. You deserve better. Uh, that's probably not the case. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just be thankful for what we have already. Be happy that you already had two pieces of pie. <laughs> do you see what I... If you have two pieces of pie, you're already spoiled. You're you're good. Shame <laughs> on you. I guess it depends on what pie. I, what, I didn't know whether to use pie or cake.
1: I know some people mm-hmm. are like pie people. Some people are cake people. I'm the type of guy that will take both. If there's cake and pie, I'm going to get a little piece of each. And then
0: I'm going to go get another piece of each. <laughs> I think it depends on, like, my options. Like, if it's a certain type of cake, I'm going for it. Uh, a certain type of pie, I'm going for it. And, I mean, well, listen, pie with ice cream, I'm going to take that route over dessert type of cake. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Darren, give me some bad advice. All right. So this one, I'm going to start with this one because it's kind of got a story to it. Um Because you said bad advice, and there are the ones in general, like you just said. In general, somebody's like, "Oh, you deserve it." You know, it's like, ah, let's dig into that. This one's actually very specific. So, when I was the youth pastor at First Baptist Church Fairly, the the senior pastor left, and they were looking for a new senior pastor. Well, the guy who was uh, the custodian at the time for the church. Uh, who, he's passed away now. I mean, he's a sweet man, sweet, sweet man. Him and his wife both just sweet people, but they've both passed away since. He comes into my office one day, and he used to do this. He'd come in and just sit down and go, hey, man, how you doing? What's going on? Uh, what have you been into? That type hey, of thing. How you doing? And, yeah, and just, like I said, sweet guy. We'd hang out and talk. But he told me, he said, hey, um, he said, I think you should put in for the senior pastor position. And I remember thinking, like, like, it's kind of funny now because obviously you know I'm the lead elder of the church here, and but I had no <laughs> no desire to be the senior pastor of a church, and I was like, no, that's you know that's not for me. And his advice, this that's where this advice comes. It's ironic. Like, it yeah, it is. But but he was like, you'll make more money. His advice and his thinking on this for me becoming senior pastor, it's not. Hey, been praying through this and. Feel God has a call in your life for this position, as the church uh, would agree with this and affirm that you should be as God is leading to be the senior pastor. His was you'll make more money, and to be honest, it was about double what I was making. It would have been a ton more money. Yeah, but it was like, I'm no, no, I'm not called to that. Double money, double happiness. And and I I do twice as much stuff. That has to. That is terrible advice, especially. From one Christian to another, to like let that be the thought process. Yeah, for Yeah, I was only the impression that the of
0: love of money is the root of all evil. Yes, we are so inherently capitalist too. I'm willing to bet that even like the most neo-socialist American out there is probably more capitalist than what they would realize. More motivated by profit, more motivated by money, the acquisition of material. It's a part of our American DNA. Yeah. And people take like capitalism and they apply it to other things that are not based on economics. Well, people fail to realize that capitalism is not a form of government. It is an economic structure. Yeah, The government should not necessarily operate to make profit because it's not a capitalist structure. It's like churches. Churches are often – the decisions they make are based on money because the idea – we Americans are thinking automatically – success equals profit. Profit makes success. So how do we know we were successful this past Sunday? Well, look at the giving. It's like no, no, no. Yeah. Um, so yeah, overall, bad of How do we know advice. if God's
1: blessing our church? Let's check the account balance. Oh,
0: man. Right, we can go in a rabbit hole about that. Oh, big time. Uh, but that, that's what I was thinking whenever you're saying that
1: bad advice yeah. is like, yeah, you're, you're going to get more money? more money. Do it. Well, um, and this goes back to something we talk about all the time. I know I talk about, probably people get tired of hearing. this quality of life. Um, yes, you could make double the money, but work double the amount of hours in a week and miss out on life with your family. You don't get to enjoy the money. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, you're making all this money, and, and really, it's not, I don't want to, this to be taken the wrong way. You're not able to enjoy the fruits of your labor. You're not able to spend the time with your family, you know, in the home that you've bought. You're not able to. Wealthy
0: individuals are miserable. I mean, think about it. It's hard for them to have friends. I mean, everybody, they they would think, they just want to be my friend because of the money they can have. They don't see you.
1: Yeah, and not to continue down this love of money is the root of all evil rabbit hole, but we're there there's actually statistics and and I wish I had some way of being like, you know, click this link to see. I, I'll maybe I'll do a blog on it. In the description below. Yeah. I, I think I'll do a <laughs> there blog. There is no on description it. below. There is no description below. Uh, but I, I think I'll do a blog on it that you know people, and I mean, I know you've probably thought it, you know, in, in your family growing up and in your family, you know, you and Jesse, Kelly and I have thought it and growing up. If we just had a little more money. Not, we're not talking tons. We're just a little bit, it'd be a little bit less stress. One less thing to worry about. But the statistics prove out that the more money people have, the less at rest they are. The more stressed they are. Like there's studies done by organizations that show this. And so it's like, yeah, the, the, the advice of you'll make more money, bad advice. Yeah. So if
0: someone comes up to you, or you go up to someone, you're like, Hey, should I do this? And if they say, Go ahead, you deserve it. Or, Yeah, you'll do make it. More money. You'll
1: make more money. Ah, run away. But let's say, real quick, just so for whoever's out there listening, let's get rid of this scenario. If somebody goes, Hey, I work 40 hours a week and I make 20 grand a year, they are offering me this job over at this other place for 40 hours a week, making 40 grand a year. Don't take it. Clearly, I'm kidding. Like, that seems to be a no-brainer.
0: Well, there are other factors that go
1: into but, it as well. Yeah. Think about,
0: like, our old school students. I mean, training to be doctors, working, oh, yeah. I don't know, 100 hours a week sometimes, and ERs. Uh, I mean, they obviously, they'll be making decent cash. Uh, but their heart, I'm sure, to do all that, to make that sacrifice, is to, well, I'm going to do this because it's helping people in the end. Yeah. So, I mean, there are a lot of factors. If you're helping someone, the sense of efficacy. So, if you base a decision solely upon the finances, then that's probably an issue. But taking all things into consideration.
1: Bad advice. Yeah. Yep. Bad advice. Hey, I got some more bad advice for you. What is it? Hit me with it. I'm almost like, hey,
0: ask me a question. Ask me a question. Like, should I,
1: and then I'm going to give you you, some bad advice? Should should I? I want you to make it first person. Like, hey, Adam, should, should I? Oh, like, should I? Mm hmm. Go buy that brand new motorcycle I want. Well, why not? You're not hurting anyone.
0: I think that's really bad advice. Go ahead. No. You're not hurting anyone. I'm going to go
1: buy that motorcycle now.
0: There you go. You're you're not hurting anyone. I'm not hurting anyone. I've heard um, that advice given to some pretty morally questionable things. You're not hurting anyone. Uh, I mean, if you were living alone... And if you're a 35-year-old guy living alone, no wife, no kids, um, this is an interesting scenario, Um, you have a good job, you're good at your job, it's like you can, you know, drink a ton of whatever, beer, whatnot at night. It's like, yeah, you could do that. Like if you go to someone's like, man, I'm I'm drinking X amount of stuff at night, but I mean, everything's fine. Uh, I feel like I should maybe cut back, but I mean, I'm still making money and blah, 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 blah. It's not hurting anybody. Oh, me not hurting anybody. Oh, that's a good point. So I'm going to continue to care on that behavior. Pornography as well. I've heard that applied to a lot of, what? Hey, I mean,
1: it's not hurting anyone, which it does, by Listen, the way. I'm going to, as soon as you said the, you're not hurting anyone, that's what came to my mind. Porn? Yes. And here's why. I actually watched an interview um, with a guy who was a producer for uh, porn videos. It's what he, he was a producer for a company. And he said, this is just innocent adult entertainment. It's not hurting anyone. Except, everybody listen to this, except it hurts and destroys marriages. It actually has been linked to struggling with sexual identity. Uh, It has wrecked people's ability to have a healthy sex life. And it is Fueling, and and I'm not just saying this off the cuff, I've done all the research on this. It is fueling the human trafficking pandemic, to use that word, through what's called epidemic or whatever you'd call it, crisis that's going on in our world. And like the abuse of women as
0: well. Yes. Um, You know, past few years, the Me Too movement. It's really big, and it's like, well, how come no one's calling into question like the awful content you can find on adult websites?
1: Children as well. Yeah, abuse of children, abuse yes. of women. Um, it is not just... It like, And there is nobody... And this isn't one of those things like, I'm going to plug my ears, you can't convince me. It's literally <laughs> every bit of both Christian and non-Christian research shows that it is a destructive thing. Yeah, human trafficking and the amount of money... Um, oh, that gosh. the
0: adult industry brings in is unbelievable. Like the statistics, like you said, are out there. But th- this notion of like, I can engage in a bad or sinful behavior because it's not hurting someone, even if no one finds out about it, you're still hurting someone. I, you know, the Bible teaches that sin equals death. I mean, when someone sins, we obviously sin against God, but we're also somehow, on some capacity, hurting somebody else. Even if we think we got away f- with something, like s- s- nothing good comes from sin. So I think it is overall bad advice when someone tells you keep do what you want to do because well you're not hurting anybody if it is sin you are you might not know it you can might we, not see it but you are hurting someone
1: lies can we talk, yeah well and talk about the I don't want to go on to that lies that's a good go with that what were you saying
0: yeah it's like well you can say like um you know you can tell somebody you can you can be a very dishonest person um. For seemingly good reasons, like not hurting someone's feelings and stuff like that. And it's like, well, I'm doing this wrong deed for the benefit of this person. Eventually, that will come around. Sin equals death. Sin hurts people. Bad actions hurt other people. So eventually, if you are a chronic liar, if you
1: are a dishonest person, like someone's going to pay the price for that. Well, and real quick, if you are justifying a lie because you're saying, no, I'm, I'm helping the other person... 100% dig deeper. It's self-preservation. It's selfishness that's making you... I don't I don't want to tell them this because it's going to hurt their feelings and I'm sparing them. No, no. It's self-preservation. You're sparing yourself, not them.
0: There is a great movie out there called The Good Lie. I would highly recommend it. It's about... um I've not seen it. Yeah, just look into it. It's a good movie. It's like, well, I mean, it's like somebody lying to get someone over here to the United States instead of having persecution in another country. So the person takes on the prosecution themselves and lets the person they lied for go to the United States. It's a good movie. It's called the good lie. I have to try it. Yeah. But anyway, um, what I'm just saying is like, whenever someone tells is it's like, yeah, you, you know, keep doing it. You're not hurting someone. If it's a
1: morally wrong or sinful action, you are. And, and somehow let's talk about that. It's, there's a little bit of an oxymoronic uh, side to this. We live in a very, you know, we were talking about this morning, elders training, that we live in a very individualistic society where, you know, we are searching for our own happiness, even at the expense of others, um, a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times these things of it's not hurting anyone. It's it's hurting us. But it's like. But that's, you know. That's me. Where we're living, we're living for our own happiness, yet a lot of the things we're doing are hurting ourselves. And it's like, well, that seems very oxymoronic. That's like you're trying to better your own life in an individualistic society. However, a lot of things you're doing are hurting you.
0: Yeah, I remember someone told a story
1: about wolves. I think it was like wolves somewhere
0: in um, Alaska or something. Excuse me. Hold on one second.
1: <laughs> he is not allergies, man. Sick with corona. He is nope, recovering I tested. from pneumonia. I am negative. And corona.
0: It was uh negative corona, positive <laughs> pneumonia. But anyway, the story is like the these um natives in those colder regions. I don't know if I can say the word Eskimos anymore. But anyway, yeah, sure. Let's call them Eskimos. I'm probably wrong on that. But they would hunt wolves by taking a knife, putting it um like blade up in snow and pouring some type of animal's blood on that knife, and they would kill these wolves by the wolves would go up to the blood, start licking the blood, and doing so would be cutting their own tongue, not realizing that the blood that they're drinking is actually their own, that detrimental effect. I don't know I don't know if that's like, you know, true, if that actually happened, but I think it's a good analogy wow. of like you think you're getting something good, but you're actually killing yourself in the process. But you're not hurting anybody. But you're not hurting anybody bad advice Darren um, I'm coming to you with a you know with a conundrum I'm just going to I don't, I don't know what advice you're going to give next what bad advice but I'm gonna come up to you and give you a situation and you can give me that bad advice ready yes, yes. so Darren I, I can't really afford it but all my friends are you know upgrading their Xboxes and uh, my Xbox is Fine, but boy, I'd really like some more processing power and better graphics. Do you think I should go ahead and just get a new Xbox? Why not? <laughs> you said that with the most stern look in your face. Yeah. I want to apologize. It's like, I'm sorry, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why not, man? Why not? Yeah, good Why not? point.
1: I mean, sure, it costs a little bit more money, but. Do you know where I gra- first heard that? Why not? Why not? So I worked at a department store. When I was in high school, loved the de- department store doesn't exist anymore. I could probably tell you a lot of reasons why. But why not? <laughs> I could probably <laughs> tell you a lot of reasons. But but I worked in the warehouse, and um, it was a type of department store where it was called a catalog store. I don't even know if they exist anymore. But have you ever been in one, Adam, where you go up, like you walk the aisles, and if there's something you want, there's a tag, and you take one of the tags. Mm-hmm. You go to the cash it's register. Like blockbuster. And then all the things come down the conveyor belt.
0: Oh, no, i never been to that. I was thinking, like, Blockbuster, you take the little circle thing up to the counter, and the circle thing has
1: the number on it, and then they match it. But no, I've never and seen anything about a conveyor belt. This is belt. A, a catalog store where all the merchandise is up in the warehouse, and the floor is just – all that's on the floor are um, – uh, not illustrations. What are they? Uh, the things you can test and try and – uh, samples yeah, like uh, all there'd be twenty different lamps, but all that 's there are the lamps displays displays thank okay. you displays I could not think of that word um, and the displays are up and you see which one you want, and then you take the the card of the one you want and you walk the store and you end up with one, two fifty cards, whatever you want, and you go to the cashier they ring you up and then you go to customer service and we we're the guys up at the warehouse that we would get this readout on the computer. We'd go to all the shelves, collect all those things, and send them down the conveyor belt. It's called a catalog store. Well, there was a TV set up in the warehouse. It was a TV that was, it was for sale. I mean, we just, it had just, not we, I never did it, but it had just been taken out of the box and put there, and we'd watch TV. But there was also a BB gun in the warehouse, and it was actually for shooting birds that got in the warehouse, because the way our warehouse is set up, is really hard to get them back out. So we just shoot the birds with a BB gun. Well, this kid points, and I say kid, he was like seven. I mean, he's older than me, but he was 17 at the time. And he points the BB gun at the TV, and this guy's like, ah, you know, you won't. And he shot the TV. Well, of course, it broke the TV. He didn't shoot his eye out. You know, the the TV is now junk and can't be repaired but it's still for so it's like the manager comes in later on sees the tv sees a bullet hole in it and he was like why did you shoot the tv and literally the kids like why not and since then i've heard that over and over and over that when basically people do not have an intelligent response to the dumb decisions they've make the advice they give is ah why not like yeah, it, why which not is do it
0: illogical because you can't prove a negative
1: yeah <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of a conversation ender. That's why people use it. It's like, can you
0: prove that he didn't do it? It's like, no, it's impossible to prove that someone didn't do something. You're trying to prove whether or not they did.
1: So uh, I can be yeah. like, hey man, I just I just bought this forty dollars Mercedes. Dude, you can't afford that. That's gonna hurt your family. Why'd you buy that? Why not? Why not? Yeah, I, I get it. It's terrible. Ugh. That's a terrible way to think. So if you ever are in any situation, I would, if you're an Ever in any situation, you go, well, why not? Just go the opposite direction. We've always said we want to
0: be uh, elders, really just individuals to stand for something, yeah. not just against something. So we, we want to be for like, life. positive. We're for this. We're for that. We're, we're for not this. against
1: abortion. We are for life. Yeah.
0: Um, so I, I, that that applies yeah, in that as well. We're for making right financial decisions. Yep. Um, but we're not against other things. Anyway. So,
1: Adam, yeah, um, I don't like my house, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to go ahead and burn it to the ground. Well, Darren, I mean,
0: if you want to, you can just remember that what goes around comes around. I mean, if you do bad things, bad things will happen to you. So if you're going to do that, remember, good things happen to good people. Karma. Karma. I think that any advice based on that sentiment is garbage. Like, if you're a good person, you do good things, good things will happen to you. If you're a bad person, you do bad things, bad things will happen to you. What goes around comes around.
1: I think that is garbage. (laughs) Well, I think scripture. Because scripture says that God is the one that brings rain on the just and the unjust, that the sun shines on the good and the evil. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Do you think that – let me ask you a quick, quick question on that. I feel like connected to the karma thing is where – do you think it's the idea, the Christianized version of that is, you know, God helps those who help themselves? I don't know. God helps those who help themselves. So what's your question with that? So like, if I'm doing good things, God's going to bless me because I'm a good person I am doing good things. It depends on so. how you define bless. So God's karma. <laughs> God's
0: karma? There's not how you define blessed. I mean, people will claim to be Christians because I want to be a Christian because I'm going to be blessed. Yes, the Bible says that, you know, Christians are blessed, but that does not mean that, oh, I'm a Christian and I'm gonna get like materialistically blessed or my relationships are now gonna be blessed in a way where everybody is gonna like me. Um so people it it they Yeah. They take the word blessed, and they don't apply it to
1: the right thing. Yeah. Can I give a trigger warning to anybody? Yeah, go for it. Here's a trigger. Listen, y'all. I'm about to trigger a bunch of you, and I'm not doing this to be a jerk. I'm not. I just – I think it's a good example. Grumpy
0: old man. Is it coming?
1: Yeah. So Donald Trump claiming to be a Christian because he knows that the base of his Republican Party is Christian. Hot take. Hmm. God blesses those, or you know, mm-hmm. helps those who help themselves. <laughs> so Donald Trump, it's very Machiavelli, too. It it because you're talking about like people claim to be Christian, but they it's because it it's going to advance something, correct? Instead of no, I'm claiming Christ, His life is now my life, poured out Man, for preach. the kingdom. That's like the
0: the um, parable Jesus tells about the. Um, man who owns a field and finds a treasure in the field. No, wait, he doesn't own it. He finds a treasure in a field, sells everything he has to buy the field so he can be with that treasure. I think that, you know, for you know, Christians, Christ is your treasure. So people see Christ as the means to an end. It's like, no, Christianity, biblical Christianity is Christ is he's the, the means and the yeah, end. He's, there's yeah. no... Yeah, the
1: means and the end. Yeah, I mean, everything. So That's it's like, good. he, he is the treasure.
0: Everything else goes aside. So if you're like, I want to be Christian so my marriage can be blessed. Yes, if you follow you know, Christ's teachings and, and you're involved in Scripture and you're applying it to your life and living by the Spirit. Yeah, I think that your your marriage will be blessed, but you might think that the word blessed means I'm going to have, like, you know, sex with my wife 20 times a day. Um, Wait, it doesn't? Well, you know, honestly, <laughs> I to edit some of this out. Uh, uh, trigger warning <laughs> for what I just said. No, what I'm saying, like, some people might actually think that. Yeah, well... And, and um, where go f- blessed, I'm like, no, you can have a closer, more intimate relationship with your wife because the and closest intimate is. relationship you can have is based on Christ, and you can share yeah. that with each other. So and, it just depends on how thing. people define blessed, I think.
1: And that's the thing. Like, blessed, okay, like, having a deeper, more intimate relationship with the Lord means he is going to reveal things in your life, in your marriage, where you need to improve, where you need to work, where you need to repent. And so blessed... You will end up with a deeper, more intimate relationship with your wife or your husband. However, it might also mean having some hard conversations and some, Mm -hmm. you know, saying some tough things, hearing some tough things. But ultimately, ultimately, you'll see that couple when they're 50 and have been married for 30 years and you're going, man, they are blessed. I want a blessed marriage like they have. And they will sit down and tell you it's not easy. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's... Um, going way it, oh my, back to karma. My, <laughs> what no, a rabbit trail. No, no, that makes it
0: do, do good things so good things will happen to you. That's not going to happen. You can do bad things and great things can come from it. Uh, you can do great things and be absolutely destroyed. Yes. So ignore karma. It's not true and uh, it doesn't work in both a biblical and secular sense. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think ultimately it proves false, but... Um, See, so you, got, you got any bad advice or you want me to come up with a scenario? Well, I can give, this one's real quick, and it's because, now I haven't heard it as much lately, and I'm really happy, but it is that whole YOLO, you only live once thing, where um, this ties into a lot of the other things that we've been saying of, hey, you'll make more money, or uh, why not, or you're not hurting anybody. It's that whole idea of you only live once. I think that should actually drive us, especially in light of what Christ has done for us. Um, and then the Holy Spirit in us should drive us that hey I only have one life to pour out I only have one life to give I only have one chance at this eighteen years with my child I only have one chance at these years with my wife these days with my wife so'm i 'm going to use them so the good advice is you only got you only got one shot Do one chance to blow Mr chance to blow. <laughs> The so oh, opportunity how does it comes once in a lifetime.
0: You better lose yourself.
1: In the moment you own it, you better never let it go. Oh,
0: you only got one shot. Do not <laughs> miss your chance. Am to... I getting in trouble? <laughs> Copyright. <clears throat> oh, oh, yeah. Eminem is going to come and get us. Now, just to... Um... Yeah, so wait. What, what were you saying? You you're, only live once. You're, and that's bad advice. Do yeah. what you want because you only live once. I think I should like, drive let's us. Let's eat. To pour out more. Drink. Be merry for tomorrow we will die. Oh. You're gonna die anyway. Man, Wait, that's, that's a, in the Bible. It's so yeah, in a bad way. Oh, okay. It's, uh, <laughs> we're, we're about to Wait, talk a bit about of that. Wait, context. Oh, we're about to talk about that. But it's kind of sad that Yolo sentiment. You only have one life. It's, but yeah, you're gonna die. Um, <laughs> so that that's that's unfortunate. The whole premise on that is you only live once. It's like yeah, so you're gonna eventually gonna die. Might as well live it up. It's like you ever heard the phrase? Um, actually, might be in a Blink 182 song. Speaking of Eminem and Blink 182, it's like. Um, Life is worth living when you found something to die for, something worth dying for. Mm. It's like, oh, uh, that's true. So if you if you are, you know, kind of motivated, I'm gonna die one day, so let's live it up now, you you fall short on both accounts. why well,
1: I, I think of the Green Day song where it says, I think it's all right to do what I like because that's the way I want to live.
0: It's all right to do what I like, that's the way I live.
1: Oh yeah, that's off of Dookie, isn't it? It's from the uh There's a song- soundtrack, uh soundtrack of the movie Angus.
0: Actually, I better do it out. There's a song they wrote. It actually came out in uh it's one of their B side albums called J A R I think one of their friends yeah, died. That's, that's Jason's just... Andrew Rova. J A R. This song's off of that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yep. That's the way I want to live. Uh oh, anyway. Or or Good Charlotte. I just wanna live.
1: Or what's the um oh what is her song uh yeah, oh, now it's gonna escape me. It's the one I always think of that that
0: I just want to live. That lady that had the song. Well,
1: I'm, I'm ruining the podcast
0: now. So you go ahead. Oh, we're not ruining. the mean, I just sang "Good Charlotte," and you think you're going to ruin the podcast? <laughs> no, you mentioned context just a second ago. The next piece of bad advice I want to give is if you ever say something like, "Well, that's what it said." J A R. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if that was on Insomniac or if it was on Shenanigans, their B-side album. I don't know. Written by their bass player, by the way. I did not know that. Got to make a plan. Got to do what's right. Can't run around in circles if you want to build a life. I don't want to make plans for a day far away. While I'm young and while I'm able, all I want to do is I listen to a lot of Green Day. I love up. that song. It's a great That's song. That's on my playlist. <laughs> but context. Yeah. Context is key. Uh, so... If it makes you happy. If it makes you happy. Is that a 90s song? Yes. I'm not familiar with.
1: I'm not going to sing it anymore because there's a cuss word in it, but oh, man,
0: what is it? Darren Endors and profanity. Well, anyway, <laughs> I just like quote a green So, egg. yeah, you're next. I, I want. We've got to take a moment to talk about context. A few years ago, there was a very effective commercial by uh, let's see, who was Hillary running against? Some guy, President Trump. Actually, but yeah, she was running against Donald Trump, but the commercial on the radio here was a clip of Hillary Clinton saying uh, we're going to run every coal company out of West Virginia, yep. and then stop boom. Very, very effective. A lot of people here voted for Trump because of that one line. It was like that one line, just that one line. It was like, I'm going to run every coal company out of West Virginia. People were like, nope, not going to vote for that no matter what she does or says not granted. She wasn't a great candidate, and I can totally understand someone not voting for, but they voted for it because of that one line. It's like, well, what was she saying before? and What was she saying after? But you can put all that aside and, and there they respond like, no, voted, no, no, no,
1: there were probably people who voted for her because she said that.
0: I'm sure, yeah. But people do it on the news, all the news. Commentate Commentators do it all the time. They're like, is that not what you said? It's like, well, yeah, I said it. But no, that's what you said. Context. Yeah. So w- bad advice is, wait, that's what they said. Uh, so you can like pull a line out of the Bible. What we were just talking about? Let's eat, drink, be merry. For tomorrow we will die. Hey, YOLO. Bible says YOLO, but anyway, YOLO. It's saying yeah, that's a that's a pretty bad thing. And uh, someone who is not a big fan of scripture, or at least the Old Testament, could say, Wait, wait, wait! You believe everything the Bible says, right? And it's like, Yeah, I do. Well, you shouldn't eat shellfish. It's like, Well, that's not. No, no, that's what it says. Women can't cut their hair. Women can't cut their hair. Men can't should have tattoos. Yeah. I mean, all those things, it's like you gotta have some element of context. You just can't
1: pick and choose. But remember, we're two or more gathered in my name. Yeah. That's how church church happens. That is why you don't need to be a part of a local church. So I think uh, bad advice at
0: large is, well, that's what it said. That's why I'm putting that. It's like, do you think this is good? This is bad? Well, that's what it said. You can make anything mean anything. yes use that yes that's oh you can make anything mean anything
1: (laughs) that's i'm so specific that's wisdom but along with (laughs) bad advice along with bad advice all right we're in really good time and we're at 42 minutes and i have one piece of bad advice left isn't it one piece of fourth fourth? is this my fourth or fifth uh i think it's your fourth okay then we better hurry um what did i say my fourth was I don't know, Darren. I didn't. I can't remember. I ain't my brother's
0: keeper. I really should have written these down. Put if you got to write things down. You don't want some good advice? Write things down. That's good advice. (laughs) You want me to go ahead? I got. I got another one. Do your fifth. Um, Darren, you've got everything you need inside of you. You want to be a better person. You want to achieve a certain goal. You have everything you need inside of you. Just reach deep down inside of you, and you can make it happen. I want to be, be king yourself, of England. If you believe in yourself. I want to be king of England. If you believe in yourself, Darren, there is no impossible. I want to be king of England. Oh, I, hate, I hate even saying that. I'm not, Now, granted, some self-help stuff I think has some legitimacy to it, but overall, I don't endorse self-help feel-good stuff. No. Because, quite frankly, if I'm struggling with something, if I have a shortcoming in some area... Let's say I'm a dishonest person, because I am. Occasionally. (laughs) Not not intentionally. But let's just say overall I'm a uh, dishonest person and I recognize it and people tell me that. You got a problem. You are not very honest. Um, I can't reach deep down inside of me to find something that's not there to become something that I'm not. Eventually, people have to be external about things too and realize that the environment they're in does have a sway on them. And you can use the environment... Also, other people to get a uh, valuation of yourself. You can't look inward on everything to accomplish goals. Michael Jordan, we were talking about it before the podcast. Yep. Michael Jordan, probably the greatest NBA player of all time. Probably the GOAT. I know there are debates out there.
1: But um, he's in the debate. There's only two people yeah. in the debate, and he's one of them.
0: It's like, yeah, he. you can't take anything away from that, but he also had the best coach in NBA history. He had a great GM. He had one of the best teams consistently. He had Scotty Pitt. I mean, man. But he was great, but he did not do it himself. No. So my last bad piece of advice is to tell you all, you have everything you need inside of you. Just dig deep down. you got to find it. You want to be smarter, you can do it yourself. You do need help. There are some external factors that have got to be taken into account there.
1: Yeah, and I think with that is there are some mental health things. like The whole idea of the power of positive thinking, there's some legitimacy to that. That if you just kind of dwell on the negative all the time, that it's going to bring you down, you know, some notches, so to speak. And and to to kind of take time to walk a, a trail in the woods and notice the the trees and the flowers and butterflies. Like there's there's good stuff to that. That's what, that's what you went to. Could have been. I mean, it's what pretty I do. positive. But unless you are afraid of butterflies, well, that's true. Wisdom. I guess that. Can you ask Siri if there's a phobia of butterflies? Hold on, one sec.
0: What is it called when someone is afraid of butterflies? I found this oh, man, Siri. If I wanted to Google,
1: you done I messed up, up Siri. You done messed up. If I up, wanted to Siri. look up
0: something, Siri, I would have done it. <laughs> oh, let me scan through these
1: results. Go for it. But but I do think you know the idea that you know you can do anything you put your mind to. No, you can't. You know you can be anything you want to be, no you can't, and and I think that's wrecking a lot of people that are trying to own that and live up to that. It, it's just not true. What do you got? I, I can't pronounce it. It's L E P.
0: Let me see. I D O P T E R phobia. How would you pronounce that? It's a thing. Fear butterflies and moths.
1: Do you see it? Yeah, lepid. Lepidopterophobia? <laughs> lepidopterophobia. I feel like if Gavin was here, he'd be like, "Oh yeah, it's a little you know, bit, blah, 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 you know, whatever." But Gavin but, um, is the son for listeners out there. But yeah, my whole thing is, um, you you don't have the power within you, and I know the I know the idea that people want to believe in something, and the problem is, we go back to, to total depravity. Ultimately, you get down to the deepest parts of yourself, and according to Scripture, it's it's evil. And that's why what we need as a savior, we need Christ, because we don't have the power to save ourselves. Do we have the power to make our day today a little bit brighter? Sure, as long as things go well. As long as you're not a like, Le- yeah. <clears throat> leper,
0: termite phobia. Yeah, butterflies don't. Cross it sounds like past. you're
1: like a, afraid of lepers <laughs> or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that—that's that, really the whole point about that. Um, self-help stuff is very limited. You have to take. External factors, the environment people are around into consideration as well. If you want to accomplish goals, you got to work with people. You cannot do it all by yourself. If you want to be a better person, better person self is a relative term. You're a better yeah. person depending on the people that you surround yourself with.
1: So yeah, don't <laughs> reach all deep down. Look around. You got your fifth? I have my fifth. I forgot my fourth. fourth, but I feel like it doesn't matter because I remember my fifth. Okay. This is terrible advice. Terrible advice. And this goes to a lot of situations, but I've, I've encountered it mostly within ministry. Well, that's the way we've always done it. Oh, goodness. That's the way we've always done it. So let's, let's – and I'll take it outside of ministry for just a second. You work at the Greenbrier. Now, I'm sure the way they only used to take reservations were by phone. What if that was still the only way they would take reservations? Darren? Because that's the way they've always done it. Guess what? The only way you can make reservations is by phone you have to be able to do it online I don't think so how on earth do they not have it online you have to be able to do it online I mean the phones have changed
0: got more lines and stuff but I don't I think if you want to make a reservation you got to call reser-
1: you got to call somebody I might be wrong on that do they have a website they have a website what, what if they the said line? we don't have a website because well we've never had one before that's just yeah. the way we've always done it
0: Works both ways, wouldn't you say though, if if you do something, if you try to make changes for change sake, just to mix it up a bit. Yeah. Or if you,
1: you know, hold on to tradition because it worked before. But if you don't just for the sake of that if somebody comes with an idea and you instantly go, Nah, this is the way we've always done it. Like because this is the way we've always done it, is the answer. Like that's just bad advice. Okay. I'll give you a real quick example. Are okay. you gonna mention the constitution? <laughs> No, no. I'll give you a real quick example. Okay. Um, you know, getting more popular in our area and other areas are the LED signs. Okay, the ones that you can put pictures on and you can they change. Even billboards are now yeah. LED where they can have multiple things that are just one thing up there all the time. Well, years ago, church I was at, we had uh, the chance to get an LED sign it was going to look awesome and it was actually only five thousand dollars now it's like wow five thousand dollars sweet deal think about that yeah because we had lined up with the guy who wanted kind of a beta test in our area he was like listen just pay for the sign i won't even charge you to set it up or take any money it's like you just pay for the sign so i went to the church um trying to get it approved and it fell a few votes shy you know, and it's no big deal. It's The church is still there. It still exists. You know, it's not like they're regretting not getting an LED sign. But somebody, the way they tried to explain that we didn't need it was, you know, well, we've just always had that sign where you put in the letters. That's the way we've always done it. And here's the other thing he said. No other church in town has one. Mm-hmm. That's that's the reasoning. Like, what if we want to start a ministry for you know, people who are substance abuse? What if no other church has it and we've never done it? Not my job. No, I'm <laughs> I understand
0: what you're saying. And uh, it comes back to, I think, this the fundamental part of human nature. Whenever you do something and you get just the smallest bit of positive reinforcement, if you did something on a church Sunday morning, whatever, and it worked, Better than what you thought, man. You're going to keep doing that, even years on down the road. It's like, wait, but it worked just this one time. Let's keep on doing it. Um, just having that one little bit of positive reinforcement. Hey, can I say something? Uh, hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Can trigger hot take? warning. Trigger, trigger, trigger. Um, pray the prayer. You can be a an evangelist and be preaching at revivals and every night lead people and pray in the prayer, which. Does not save it. There's no pray the prayer in the Bible. There's no magical word you can say or any magical prayer. It. I mean, there's prayer and repentance involved, but saying some words will not save you. So I'm not big on pray the prayer. But uh, some Neither evangelists. Is the Bible. What is it? Neither is the Bible. <laughs> but it's, you know, I'm know that there are a lot of evangelists in at revival I mean, tip meetings and stuff like that. Um, someone will lead through praying this prayer and you know, all these people are getting saved to come to know christ it's like it'd be really hard for them and their b- business to stop leading people and praying that
1: prayer it worked why would i change that um and that's a really good example and and we know the scripture you know belief is with the heart and you confess with your mouth okay like we get that but belief in the heart has to come before confession in the mouth you can't confess with your mouth and then believe in your heart. Like, Scripture's clear on that. Apart from the work of the Holy Spirit, you will not believe, okay? And so on that note, the idea that, like, uh, there's a ministry out there. I remember I was a part of, not, like, actually a part of, but they came into town, and we hosted, and we were part of a bunch of churches hosted it. And they spent the entire time telling people, how many people had gotten saved at their previous rally. Like, they didn't give the gospel. They just kept talking about how many people accepted Christ. And then at the end said, if you want to be one of those people, we want you to go this direction, back to this room, and we have volunteers that are going to talk to you. And these volunteers literally, I'm not kidding, man, I watched it, handed them a card and said, fill this out. And they walked out of the room, and they come out with a stack of cards, going, "This is how many people got saved tonight." And it was like there was no talking to them, there was no gospel presentation, there was no, you know, sharing of scripture, there was no understanding of repentance, there was no understanding of sacrifice, of nothing like that. But to be able to continue saying how many people got saved,
0: I don't even like that phrase. It's almost like, yeah, like, like what you were saying. the The goal is to just have one more number. I don't want to see an individual who's just one more number, you know, on one of our Sunday services. It's like that's a person's life. <laughs> that is yeah. the eternal state of their soul we're talking about. Numbers it's the way we've numbers done be darned. But it's the it's the
1: way we've always done it. Yeah, we done it. it worked a couple times. Why change it if it's working? And it is even smart even if it is wrong. It is smart to to revisit things. I think even at the beginning of this year, you know, we talked about, you know, something we do here at grassroots, scatter to serve is that still effective? Is that still something we want to do? And the consensus was, yes, it is good to serve. The church does, by and large, the bulk of the church serves during that time in some capacity, and and people wanted to continue to. But it's like, and we Don't also just say, keep doing it because of yeah, we've always and we done. We always say it. like, do what works. If you're doing something and it's not
0: working, do something different. Yeah, I mean, make it to where you can be not versatile. change for the sake of change, but no. change
1: for the sake of doing think something. Like,
0: because we made several changes to our youth ministry? Yeah, it's like, well, we tried something, didn't really work out the way that we planned. Let's just try something new. We can't be like, well, this is the way we started and this is the way we're going to end. It's like, no, we. If it's not working, change it. Yep. Um, but yeah, change for the sake of change, probably not good. Uh
1: tradition for the sake of holding to tradition bad equally as bad. And before anybody hears, I'm gonna steal steal JMC's, you know, don't hear what I'm not saying. Okay. Tradition is good. Like we are part of the Southern Baptist Convention. There is good and bad tradition in the history, but there's a long tradition of gospel work sending from you know America here in the U.S to the nations for the gospel and for the kingdom. And, and so you want to know that tradition. You want to understand it. But, you know, we're, we're not sending missionaries overseas in boats anymore. <laughs> you know, we have planes. <laughs> and don't we don't only communicate with them by letter, you know, twice a year. You could talk to them on the phone and email. So it's like tradition's good. Don't hear what we're not saying. It's good to know the tradition. I'm reminded it's good to know the history.
0: Remember Moana?
1: I mean, Moana. their tradition was How forgotten. much have we sung on this podcast? I think this is a record so we, far. Yeah. But, you know, watch make Moana, way, and you'll see that her way.
0: ancestors, uh, Pacific Islanders, I believe, uh, Samoan. They were voyagers. Maybe. Yeah, but for they the sake of safety, her dad changed it to where they were stuck on an island forever. This tradition is our mission. Remember that part? This tradition is our mission. Um, and then once the island started yielding fruit and they didn't get food from it, it's like she wanted to make dramatic changes and go out and voyage, but she didn't know that their true tradition was being voyagers. She learned. I love that song right there, though, when she's a in the way, cave. The... Away, I love that song. It's a good song. It's a good I like movie. how they revisit it at the end, too, whenever she's on the boat. Well, what is a great movie?
1: Uh, superior to... Debatable. Frozen, nope. uh debatable. Superior to Frozen. Although
0: my you know, my daughter, who's three, loves all the Disney princess stuff. Every night when she takes a bath, it's either going to be Little Mermaid music, super appropriate, or Moana. So I both love, appropriate Moana for music, tomatoa <laughs> like You don't song.
1: You don't play her the crab song, do you? Shiny. She,
0: whenever you go through the album, she ends there usually in her bath. That's usually when the water's too cold and she's pretty, <laughs> pretty enough. But if you go through all the different songs uh shiny it's usually whenever she
1: the best thing about that song is when like he is trying to kill them he is going to eat them and they mm-hmm. get away and he's like did you like the song did you like the song <laughs> do that tomato is a trip I absolutely love that. totally off topic hey darren thanks for the bad advice hey i appreciate your bad advice i will make sure to not live by it <laughs> yolo
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what you can just disregard everything we said or you can take it to heart Always check out our other podcasts. There are several that have been posted. If you made it this far, my goodness, my goodness, you are quite awesome. And you are a great person, and you deserve to have a great day. Now, we really do appreciate you all. Give us your feedback. Let us know what you think. To- you can totally disagree with us. You can send us angry mail. You can text us we'll be like, idiots. We'll read it or ask us questions. We would love to have topics to talk about on this podcast. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I'm pounding the table. That's how passionate I am about our presence on social media because we want your feedback. But we love you guys. Appreciate you giving us your time. Enjoy the rest of your day. Peace.